Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Health Conversations. Let's welcome our first A-team guest uh, who's going to be taking us through the links if there are if there are any between deaths and the recent vaccinations for COVID-19, UKZN's Deputy Vice-Chancellor, Research and Innovation, Professor Musa Moshabela. Thank you very much, Prof, for joining us. Good evening. Good evening to you, Patricia, and to the listeners. Thank you for the invitation. We see that in South Africa, the vaccination rollout is um, underway. There's been some hindrances to it, but we are also quite concerned that there are, you know, hushed reports of people dying straight after they've had a, a jab. Are there any founded facts around this? Yeah, I think that the main fact that I could uh, perhaps start off with, Patricia, is the fact that you may have noticed that uh, when the third wave took off um, in South Africa, it also coincided with the the taking off of the vaccine rollout itself. So we basically had a collision of, of two major kind of uh, public health programs that, that took off at the same time. And and by nature, I you know, you would expect that there will be a correlation between those two whereby you know, you, you will have an increase in, in vaccinations and then an increase in, in COVID-19 cases. Um, you know, on the other hand, I think that the, there was a, 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 a goal in South Africa to try and vaccinate as many people who are over 60 before the Fed wave actually came in an effort to reduce mortality that may come from um, the Fed wave. But we did not see that happen. So... Um, we saw a situation where, for example, in Gauteng especially, um, there, during in the middle of the third wave, there was a, a big drive to, to increase vaccinations. And, and there were concerns about whether there would be risks related to this. And this were about uh, whether the vaccination sites would not act as uh, sort of uh, super spreader events where people could pick up uh, COVID-19 um, or maybe uh, create a situation whereby some people end up, uh, uh, you know, getting getting vaccinated at a time where they've got COVID-19. But I think we sort of, um, on the balance of the evidence, we, we sort of agreed that, uh, you know, um, or at least looked at it as a positive thing if people who may be screened out not to have COVID-19 can be vaccinated as soon as possible. And so... I mean, I think that for me, that would be my starting point in terms of saying that, look, there, there is definitely a situation whereby we are in the middle of a third wave, we are vaccinating, we are bound to see some sort of uh, relationship between those two. But other than that, I think that, you know, we we do recognize that SAPRA has reported uh, yesterday that um, of the Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson vaccines, that we have in the country, there were 1,500 people that basically reported any adverse events. And out of those, they, there were 28 uh, deaths that were reported by SAPRA that are currently under investigation for the causal uh, relationship between the vaccine and, and, and the death itself. But uh, at the moment, there's no evidence or results or outcome that shows that there's been any causal relationship between the 
the death and the and the, and the vaccine. And with the Sisonke study also, uh, there were no deaths that were found to be linked, but there were some incidents of blood clots. And I think in the past we've spoken quite a bit about the issue of, of blood clots. So I would say in South Africa that that would be the sort of evidence that we have so far. Professor Mashabela, I think it would be cautious of us and I think prudent as well of us to admit the fact that COVID-19, yes, it is something new. It hit the globe by a storm and everything that we are doing is uh, fixing this particular uh, moving target as it moves. So obviously with... saying there's not much evidence um, that there's something uh, that could link the jabs to deaths is, is, is correct, but we, we should be open to the fact that something could be there. There could be a link. We just have not found it yet. And that's what I think the openness from professionals like yourself, virologists and the likes, um, would bring comfort to us as people. We are aware that the vaccines are not really something that has been, um, it's it's almost like testing grounds right now. It's, It's touch and go. So for us to allay fears for South Africans who need to get jabbed, can we be explicit and honest? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good point you're making, Patricia. I think that um, you would not hear me say that there is no um, evidence or there will never be a, any evidence of a link because we, we can't predict the future, right? We can't predict uh, rare events even. Um, the, the one thing that we could basically talk to is whatever evidence we have available or probabilities that are there. I think in the past uh, few days, especially this week, there's been a lot of um, anecdotal reports in the public and social media of people who um, have lost loved ones. And and this is sensitive. I, I, I completely understand. And I don't really want in any way to to basically undermine any lived experience of any 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 person or any family in who may have lost a loved one who someone who may have received a vaccine so th- i think that i'm aware of that um but I, but i also think that uh, sometimes in in general public what we tend to do is use for example a word like cost to say that um, vaccine was uh, the death was caused by a vaccine. We can use the word loosely, which differs from the way that we would use in medical terms or in in in, in science, where the word cause basically implies a, a causal relationship of cause and effect. And you'll remember, you know, in the past we talked about this uh, a lot when we were saying, does HIV cause AIDS, for example. So the, the word cause becomes important to understand in context that we're talking about. I don't, I, I don't have a problem if someone is using the word um, generally in, in layman's terms to say that, you know, there is some sort of uh, a connection between the two or what we would call correlation. And if there is a strong relationship, what, what we would call an association, even though it has not been proven to be to be. Um, uh, causal uh, by nature and so for me I think that I I would be open to to that perspective which is why I encourage uh, repeatedly people who may have um, uh, sort of lost someone who received a vaccine to 
to have those reported through their healthcare workers or through their vaccination sites or even directly through the SAPRA uh, safety, med safety app so that those those cases can be investigated, uh, even if it's just to help others learn lessons. Um, but I wouldn't also want that agenda to be hijacked by people who are basically wanting to discourage others who want to get vaccinated. We should also be aware of that uh, agenda. Most definitely. Uh, let me read this message from Tafara. Tafara says, Patricia, you read my mind. I heard the headline on another station and was actually logging onto the website to, to get the details as you announced this topic. It's frightening. I hope it's not true. Well, um, keep tuning in. We are getting, uh, you know, at, at least some understanding. And as what um, Professor Mashabela has said, there's really nothing yet that is conclusive that brings a link between deaths of a vaccine deaths and vaccines, but, you know, investigations are ongoing. I'm going to the lines now, Ngalanga, Atima, good evening. Patricia, good evening, and how are you? I'm strong, how are you? I'm okay. Uh, Professor Mashavela, how are you, Mijani? Hey, I'm okay, Mijani, but I'm Patricia and Prof, uh, currently there is no uh, causal link between the people who have died and the vaccination. In fact, the available evidence suggests otherwise, because if you think about it, uh, the number of healthcare workers, which I think in the first or second wave, which have died, uh, have decreased now. And it shows that the vaccine is working because uh, the main aim of the vaccine, I mean, is to uh, decreased severe cases, hospitalization, and even death. So if you look at the uh, population of healthcare workers, that has gone down, which means that uh, the vaccine is working. Uh, but I wanted to check with the prof uh, a scientific uh, understanding or scientific explanation or characterization of uh, the increase in death now, because if you think about it, uh, before it was hovering around 100 and 200, and now it has almost doubled. It's almost uh, 400, uh, above 400 per day in, in, in 24-hour reporting period. What might be the cause of that problem? Ngalanga, um, I think uh, Prof. Mashabela is going to respond to you. But thank you so very much for the insight. You are in the healthcare uh, sector, aren't you? Uh, I'm a scientist. I'm a teacher by profession, but I've got a, a PhD degree. Thank you for the insight. Uh, Professor Mashabela, please do respond. Yes. No, it's a, it's a very good point, and I think I appreciate that. I think uh, the, the, the main point that uh, our listener is saying, Ngalanga is saying, is that There are benefits to the vaccines, and when we talk about the issue of the adverse events and the the side effects, we we should not necessarily lose sight of of those benefits. And I think it's a really important point that, yes, let's pay attention to adverse events, but, you know, COVID-19 itself is really problematic, and it causes a lot of harm and and death. And uh, so far, uh, not only in South Africa, but even globally, we are seeing the benefit of 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 the of, of of the vaccine to a point where, in fact, you know, be it in the UK or in other places where vaccines have been distributed widely, 
you know, a lot of the deaths that ex- exist are predominantly in people who are not vaccinated. So there's strong evidence to suggest the benefit of the vaccine. And I don't want to come across again as if I'm just advocating for the vaccines at the expense of any any consequences that may be there. I think it's more to say, let's put it in context. But the second part, I think the real question here that uh, Nkalanga is asking is about the deaths. Now, the deaths are interesting in the in the third wave um, of, of, of infection. Uh, if you look at the cases, the cases, the peak of the cases in South Africa has gone above the peak of cases in the second wave, which peaked around uh, January. Um, and so, and now the third wave peaked in now in July a few weeks ago, and 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 we are seeing that we would expect that if the cases uh, are much higher um, than the second wave, even the peak of the deaths would also be uh, much higher. And this is not the case. The interesting pattern we are seeing is that the the cases, uh, the the deaths at the moment. Uh, beginning to peak at a level that is lower than the peak of the deaths in 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 in, in December January, we saw a lot of deaths at that time, and and basically the peak at the moment is much better. Yes, it's been driven largely by housing, but uh, we are also seeing a situation where we are not seeing a lot of deaths. places like the Eastern Cape and and KwaZulu Natal, where we saw a lot of deaths uh, in the second wave. So I, I think that uh, we will see uh, maybe in the next uh, week, once the peak of the deaths is stabilized, that the graph will show that overall we've seen less uh, less uh, uh, cases of, of, of deaths uh, compared to the actual cases that have been diagnosed in the third wave. And for me, that's an interesting pattern. Somehow the Delta variant, it looks like, it may be causing a lot of spread in a lot of cases, but it may not necessarily be uh, causing as much mortality as we may have expected, just based on the patterns currently. And this is something that I think we are still having to to wait until the 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 the, the, the numbers have stabilised around the deaths themselves. But that's the pattern we are seeing. And in response to to Galanga, I would say that. Uh, Overall, I think looking at the total numbers, the deaths currently are lower than what we saw in the second wave. Thank you so very much, Prof, uh, for allaying fears and uh, setting the record straight for us. I look forward to us continually, um, you know, getting updates uh, from you around the efficiency of the vaccine and also the fact that things are stabilizing the more vaccinated um, our nation gets. Thank you for joining us. Much pleasure. Thank you for the invitation, Patricia. 31 minutes after 10, as I promised, we'll be speaking to KZNMC for Human Settlements and Public Works, Honorable Jomo Sibiya.